Hello everyone, welcome to The Lunch with Kamal. My name is Kamali Jave, and I'll be your host on this podcast. Welcome to the month of August, guys. I hope it's not too late to say that, but that's my official welcome to you in the month of August. I hope it's an amazing month, I pray. Uh, it's been an amazing year already, so I just pray that you enjoy it till the end of the year and enjoy the journey all through. Yeah, moving on. Today I'll be speaking on something I like to call the power of service. The power of service. What does it mean to serve? When you hear the word the word service, serve, serving, to serve. I mean, yeah, what does it mean to you? What does when what's the first thing that comes to mind? When we hear those words, think about it for a minute or two. To me, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, when I hear service or service, to be useful. The ability to do. The ability to do. Uh, to render something. To attend to. To be favorable. You know to yeah gratify yeah just so whatever you've thought about and everything that i've said now is the right thing absolutely the basic understanding i want you to have today as regards service is that service or serving or to serve is the ability to fix something to fit fixing something to fit that's what it means to serve. When you serve, you're a fixer. You're fixing situations to fit. Just think about it on every level, on every dimension, or every angle that you can. When you serve, if you're rendering service, if you're a gift to a customer, to a consumer, to... Uh, your child, your parent, your teacher, your coach, whatever. You are fixing situations. As a coach, you are fixing the minds of people. As a teacher, you are fixing the minds of people. You are giving knowledge to fit the career ahead. As a chef, you are fixing meals. You are fixing the menu. You are cooking. You are serving to fit their situation, to fit the avenue to fit the agenda at hand yeah you know so basically service is fixing something to fit as a staff i mean if you're a dry cleaner you're ironing you're washing rendering that service for the purpose of the clean cleanliness of the cloth to meet a situation or to serve a purpose that's basically what services fixing situations to fit what people do not know or what most people don't know is service is a must as human one of the basic essence of humanity is service we must serve. Firstly, the main purpose of creation 
of our creation is to serve God. That's why we are here. We're serving God. He is a superior. We're gratifying. But I'd like to talk to us today about service to man, which is compulsory as well. Service to man. So, um, one of one of the ways which we can serve man, or which we can serve humanity, or the people around us, is to fix problems. Look at the situations around. Look at what they need. Look at what's on ground. How can you fix it? By fixing your being of service. You know, you are worthy of reliance. You are favorable. You hold an office. That's what it means to serve. You are discharging a function. You know, when you're waiting a table, you're discharging a function. I, I mean, that's because that's the what the first thing that comes to people's mind when they say, Sir, wait, you're waiting a table. So you're discharging that function. In this state, I want to explain it to you to what it means to be a servant, a proper servant. As a leader, as a teacher, as the president, you're a servant. You are attending to the needs of the country. You are attending to the needs of the citizens who make the country. As a teacher, you are attending to the needs of your students. You are giving, meeting them with knowledge. You are a servant. As a God's creature, you are his servant. Feeding him with your praise, his praise. And his worship. But in this situation, I want to talk about service and giving respect to a superior or to whom respect is due. Service is a responsibility. And talking about service today, I'll be speaking a lot about hum- a lot about humility as well. Because, to my understanding or to my knowledge, they're intertwined. You can't explain service without explaining humility. There's no how. A requirement for service is humility. You must be humble. You must be humble. And it is only a humble person that can see service as a responsibility. Without humility, you'll see service as a burden, as a problem. It'll be difficult for you to do. It'll be difficult for you to put yourself as a subordinate and put somebody else above you. I say, I want to serve this person. I want to serve these people. I want to serve this nation. I want to listen to them. I want to learn from them. It takes humility to do that. It takes humility to do that. 
Service is a responsibility. It's an assignment. You must, you, you, probably, you must see it as a call from God to serve someone, to be of use to that person, to be favorable to that person, to make life convenient for that person, you know, to comply with the commands and demands of that person. To perform duties, to make it easy for this group of people. To act as a server. When you are a server or you are a servant, it doesn't make you low. It doesn't mean you are a low life. As a matter of fact, I like to call something humility test. When you how to check your humility or take the humility test is when you can be comfortable to sit down with or under someone that you know that you clearly know more than and you are willing to learn from that person because you want to know their own angle of personal experience. Just because you want to know their own angle of personal experience, that's humility. You know that you are more knowledgeable than that person, but you are willing to sit with them and learn. You're willing to hear what they have to say. When you sit with them and you are listening to them and you are taking notes, what you are writing isn't what they are saying. What you are writing is what they are not saying. That's how to learn. And it takes humility to learn in that way. It takes humility to learn in that way. Service must be done without hindrance. It can't be forced. It can't be forced. You, you, because you see somebody or you see a group of people honoring someone, serving a group of people, serving a purpose, serving a nation, and you feel like you want to do it just because they're doing it, you wouldn't have the right push or the right requirement to carry you through. Service must come from a place of desire, a place of responsibility, a place of will. You must be willing to do it. It's not something that you must be begged, forced to do that would now cause you hindrance. That's not service. That's not service. A humble person sees service as a responsibility, like I said earlier, and he sees himself, sees every other person as a vessel, and sees himself as a treasure that is willing to pour, that is ready to pour with the consciousness of God, ready to pour, pour out his time, 
ready to pour out his consent, ready to pour out his knowledge, ready to pour out his skill, ready to pour out his finance, whatever it is. That's how a humble person operates. That's how a humble person operates in terms of service. Service kills pride. When you have the ability to say, I want to be under the person. I want to learn from that person. I want to be subordinate to this person. It doesn't make you inferior. You're killing pride. Arrogance, envy, pride. One way to get rid of them is to serve. One way to get rid of all these things is to serve. Serve a nation. Serve people. People that you are above. Serve them. Serve them. You can serve your staff by giving them the chance to grow. Giving them the chance to speak when they need to. Learn from them. Hear from them. Help them express. It's envy, arrogance rather, that allows you not to allow people that are around you express themselves or you see the good in them because it's a result of self-defense. You don't want to feel like you're not what they see you as or what you want them to see you as. Service is an investment. It births opportunities. Service brings about opportunities. The high point of this conversation today, for me, and I want you to know, is that service gives you access. That's so important and that's so true. Service gives you access. Service holds the key or is the key to the heart of many leaders. That mentor that you want to have, you want to have rather, that mentor that you want to learn from, the coach you have been looking for, the designer you've been wanting to intern with or you've been wanting to work with, the governor you've been wanting to meet, the speaker you wanted to have that sit down with, the whoever it is, absolutely whoever, that friend of yours, service holds the key to their hearts. There's one thing, there's something that they have been needing and nobody has provided service for. Find out what that thing is, present it to them and you get into their space. Find out what that thing is. Present it to them in the way they want it and you get into their space. It might be the smallest thing. It might be a good tea maker. You probably, you, you, it might be something as small as a good shoemaker. It might be something as small as uh, a personal shopper. It might be 
this person is in need of a stylist. It might be this person is in need of a financial advisor. It might be this person needs a good homekeeper. You just need to know what service to render to that person and you get into their space. When you get into their space, it begins to birth opportunities for you. When I say service gives access, you gain access to them, you gain access to their knowledge, you gain access to the people they know. You gain access to them. Firstly, you've rendered service. It might be you just being there for them. That they need you at that point in time, they can call you and you get it sorted. Come on, I need this PowerPoint sorted. You do it. Come on, I need you in a, in a meeting in Abuja tomorrow. You are there. Come on, I need you to do something. You are there. You are just willing to serve, to make life easy. You are willing to make life easy. You are willing to be favorable. You are willing to furnish or to be enough to answer their needs, to contribute, to conduce and promote whatever it is that they have. When you are willing to do that and you are constantly doing that, you've gained access to them. Slowly and gradually, you begin to gain access to the people they know. Because you are going to be in their space. Before you know it, come on, I'm in a meeting here. Meet me here. Let's have a chat. Slowly, you get there. You see some of the great leaders. That begins to happen. That begins to happen. And someone comes and says, Oh, hi. I want to talk to you about something. Blah, 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 blah. blah. And they have that conversation. And the next thing, she goes, Oh, this is Kamal. He's my assistant. You've met another person. You've gained access to that person too. He births opportunities for you. Know the right people. Serve them. It could be your friend. It could be your friend. It is envy. It is arrogance. It is pride that will let you see an ability or an opportunity for you with your friend and would not allow you to acknowledge it and serve such person. I've said it, I've said it, service is not you being inferior. Service is not you being low. It's just you having humility. Be humorous, be low in your heart doesn't change your financial status. It helps you grow. The more you serve, the more you grow. The more you serve, the more you grow. Because you are constantly learning. You are constantly hanging out with intellectuals like you or that are better than you and you're going to end up being like them. You are learning. Your finances are changing. Your access is changing. Your capacity is growing. That's what service does for you. 
That's what service does for you. Service attracts blessings. It's by default. There's nothing anybody can do for you. When you serve properly, you serve the right people, people who have the grace, people who have the, the, the knowledge, people who know the key, people who understand finance, people who understand ethics. You know, just in whatever field, you begin to attract blessings in that field. You begin to attract blessings because you begin to learn principles from them and you begin to apply it in your own life. That's what service does. I've said you must see as a personal responsibility is the key to unlocking the heart of leaders. It gives you access. Access to them. Access to their mind, their knowledge, access to the people they know, access to their finance. They'll know you with their money. They'll know you with their wealth. When you are useful to them, they'll appreciate you with it. That's how it, that's how it works. It's an investment. You must see service as an opportunity. It's a blessing. It can't be forced. It must be desired. You cannot be forced to serve someone. You can't be forced to be useful to them. <laughs> you can't be forced to, 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 to answer their needs, to deliver to them. You can't. To provide services that will benefit or help them, you must desire to do it. You must will. So when it comes, you don't see it as work. A humble person doesn't see service as work. He sees it as his responsibility. He enjoys to do it. He wants to do it. He wants to do it. And when you thank a humble person, he's wondering, why are you thanking me? I'm supposed to do this. It's my duty. It's my duty. Humility is my main key to service. Humility cannot just be learned or Adopted. It's in nature. It's an inherent nature. It's in you. You must first know that. As a child of God, as an ambassador of Christ, you are humble because you are in the image and likeness of Christ. And Christ was so humble. His first action was, a, was an action of humility to find comfort in the hands of a virgin and to be born in a manger. That's the highest form of, of humility. And why God wants us to be humble is because he has made us to be kings. And generally and naturally, kings are meant to be proud. And kings are meant to be pompous. 
But he wants your kind of kingship to be his own kind. So you can project humility. And project that level of service to man. When you know, when you are aware that you are a body of Christ, that you are him, and humility is your quality, a natural quality, the ability to furnish and supply something needed to people is your natural quality without expecting something back. You can now desire more of it. When you know that it's inherent in you, you are naturally humble, you now desire to be more humble. You now desire from God, God, I want you to make me more humble. Give me the humility to suppress everything before you. To lay low before all the people I need to lay low. You can't serve if you're not humble. You can't serve if you're not humble. When you're not humble, you're envious. When you're envious, it's it's, it's just a result of, I mean, self-defense. It's a result of self-defense and low esteem. It's the desire to have what someone else is, so what someone else else has, or the 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 uh, desire to achieve what someone else has achieved with so much discontentment, rather than appreciation or appreciating that person, and that's because you don't know who you are, you do not know yourself, and you lack gratitude. A humble person is always thankful for the smallest thing. For the smallest thing. For the smallest thing. But someone who is envious or arrogant lacks gratitude. They don't know who they are. They do not know that the spirit of excellence is in them. So whatever somebody does that is making them achieve whatever they have the same natural quality to do that but rather just because they're not there yet they tend to belittle the results of other people a humble person wouldn't do that that's the character that an envious person would have that will hinder him from service to gain access to somebody serve you want to gain access Serve. You want to gain access? Serve. Access to wealth, access to knowledge, access to people, serve them. Serve them. Be useful to them. Furnish their needs. Wait on whatever they want. Help them. Bring something to them. Perform duties for them. Give service to them. Find a way to get into their heart. And you see that things will change for you. 
it is a normal thing to happen. You must serve when you are at the office, you are serving the company. You are serving your boss. That's life. You must serve. It may be your friend, it may be your sibling, it may be your sister, your parents. But look at the opportunities and look at the person and how you resonate with the person and how you can learn from that person. Find how to serve them and they will release to you willingly the things that they have that has gotten them to where they are. They will release it to you. That's what service does. Thank you very much for listening today. Uh, I hope you will learn so much from this. I know that this is uh, something that we don't get to hear often. I'm going to make another recording on the power of service. So help me God. Because I've not had so much time. But yeah, thank you very much for listening today. Enjoy the last with Kamal.